Hello and welcome to Moonlight Alchemy. I'm your host, Carly O'Connor. And as always, I am so happy that you're joining me today. And of course, also, as always, we don't know what we're going to talk about. So we are showing up and we're going to see what is going to unfold. So as I was getting ready to record this, I thought, hmm, I channeled in a message the other day as I was journaling, and that might be a good place for us to start. So here's what it said. Call upon what you desire, align with the creation of it, and take inspired action towards your goals. Spend time in meditation. Do the things you know support your well-being. As we've been saying for some time now, the most important thing is how you be less than what you do. Yes, you still need to take action, but do so from a place of presence and being. As we have told her many times, take action from the space of flow. Get into alignment and then. Your primary job is to regulate, maintain, uplift your frequency. That is always first. It is the ego who says you should do this, that, or the other before you make time to eat a healthy meal or move your body, meditate, journal, whatever the habit is that you're making excuses to avoid. Your ego knows that doing these things will allow you to grow and change, so it tries to prevent you from doing them. For today, spend some time getting clear about what you want to see. Look at your motivation behind these things. As you intend to work for the collective benefit, the universe aligns the pieces for you to pull out of the quantum field into your own reality. It is so. So I love that. And so that was a kind of a message to me, but I think that's a message to all of us. Right? <laughs> and I always think it's so funny that when I do channel, like, so let, I guess, let me back up a little bit. If you aren't familiar with channeling, which I think a lot of you who listen here are, um, there are a lot of different ways that people channel. And so it is information or messages that come from your guides, your helpers, um, you know, those who know more than we do. <laughs> <laughs> and so for me, the easiest way to channel is actually through writing. And, you know, for the, the people that I work with, my clients, I do get pieces, you know, as I'm working with them that I'm able to kind of translate and share. But it's interesting how it shows up in a lot of different ways. I think that, you know, there are other people who channel who, you know, do it as their, uh, I guess, their uh, source of living right there. I was going to say job, but that just doesn't, I don't know, seem like the right word for it. <laughs> but people who do that professionally, I guess that's a better way to put it, who, you know, like Abraham Hicks, she just kind of, you know, just comes out and it's interesting. You can kind of see. And then Paul Selig, where he gets things as a whisper and then he repeats them. And, you know, I'm sure there are other people, but those are the two that I mainly am into. But um, so for me, it comes in more fluidly when I'm writing. And this is one of the reasons why I always encourage my clients and really honestly, everybody to journal, you know, because sometimes you can get to that point 
where you've relaxed your brain and set your brain aside enough to allow those messages to come in and through. And, but I love this message. And I do think it's funny that they talk about me in the third person. That's another way that I can tell, like my handwriting shifts a lot from my normal handwriting and I turn into third person. Right? <laughs> so instead of me and I, it's, we talk about her and she, we've told her many times and they have, like they tell me all the time, Hey, your number one job. Cause, and, and really, like I said, this was kind of intended for me because I was in a space of, all right, I came back from hitting all these goals and doing all these things that I intended to do this year. And now I'm kind of in this place where I'm like, all right, well now what? And it's really interesting because I have had a, a, a series of conversations with different people this week where the theme is all the same, <laughs> which don't you love it? How that happens? Like the universe is really just lining things up for me, showing me the synchronicities um, and fun synchronicity. It is new moon energy, which is also a great time to get a haircut. And I happened to notice that I have a hair appointment scheduled for today. And I was like, this is awesome. Fun synchronicity. <laughs> but back to, you know, the universe ex uh, supporting your rapid expansion and manifestation. Call on what you desire, align with the creation of it, and take inspired action towards your goals. So I think that there is some, you know, misconception. Like I know, like one of the first, I guess, books that I read that I can recall right, about spirituality was the secret. And, you know, there was a time, I think it was like 2007, 2008, maybe where the secret was like huge. Right. And it was all about, you know, align with your manifestations and, you know, that's all you have to do. And I think that it's a great starting point, but I think that the part that they kind of left out is the need for the inspired action. I think that they had the aligning with it, right? Because, I mean, if you look at the universal laws, the universal principles, it is totally in alignment with that, but there's more that needs to be done. And <clears throat> so I was working with a client this morning and, you know, we were talking about tr surrender and trust. And I do think that there's a big uh, misconception about what it means to surrender and what it means to move and trust. And it doesn't mean that, Hey, I'm not going to do anything right? It doesn't mean that I'm going to be like, all right, I'm going to manifest this thing. And then I'm just going to sit here and wait <laughs> like, because we do have to, you know, we have to be active participants in what we're creating in our lives. But it does also mean that we have to be in a space of trust and be in a space of allowing source to take the wheel. <clears throat> uh, you know, back in March, when I went to Costa Rica, and I had that very uncomfortable reading that was part of the reading is you have to partner with spirit, right? So, you know, and I thought that that was interesting terminology there. You have to partner with spirit because before I think the way that I had heard it is you just surrender and, you know, I let go and I let God, right? Like I, you know, Jesus take the wheel. <laughs> I'm not doing anything, but I think partner with spirit maybe is a better way to put it because that implies that it is a co-creative act, which is, you know, if you listen to Abraham Hicks or you read a lot of these other, other books that are out there, that's what they talk about is that life is a co-creative act. And so my goal is to trust that the universe or God or spirit or whatever makes you feel comfortable has my back and that it is always conspiring in my favor. 
one of the other things that I love, I get messages from the universe and I get them in my email every day. <clears throat> Excuse me. And it's, I think it's Tut. Is that, is that what it is? I don't know. It's Mike Dooley is the guy who created this. And I get these awesome little like affirmations in my, uh, in my inbox every day. And it definitely always talks about how the universe is conspiring in your favor. So it's, it's free to sign up for that. You could totally do it. So I think you just, he talks about thoughts become things. And then I think it's just tut T U T. So check it out. If you want to get those in your inbox, it's a fun little pick me up and it's a fun way to, you know, get back into flow and remember, Oh yeah, that's right. <clears throat> the universe has my back. The universe is conspiring in my favor. You know, it is, I think, was it Gabby Bernstein has a book, The Universe Has Your Back. Um, that one's good too. But so when it comes to, you know, manifesting and over and over and over again, the guides have been talking about and my guides, you know, the whoever it is that I'm channeling, who I'm working with are talking about, it's more about who you be, who you are and less about what you do. And if you've been listening for any amount of time, you've heard me say this before. And, um, and I think it's a practice for a lot of us. It sounds very easy. Like, okay, great. I'm just going to be this, you know, love and light being, and I'm not going to be anything else. But then sometimes we get tripped up, you know, we get distracted. We forget, we forget who we are, you know, <laughs> but, you know, they do talk about, yeah. Okay. So be the light, be in flow, and then allow the next step to unfold for you. And so I, every Monday I have an accountability call with my accountability buddy, Laura, and we've become great friends and I love her dearly. And we had both woken up from not the best dreams. And so I was like, all right, we're going to pull a card today. (laughs) I think we both need this. And so we were working with my wisdom of Avalon deck, which I love so much. And, you know, we did a one card pull and the card that we pulled was trust. And I was like, well, isn't this very fitting with everything else that we've been talking about? And I know a couple of weeks ago on our podcast, we talked about surrender and you know, this is just the theme for us, you know, <laughs> like, not just me, but most of the clients that I'm working with too. And a lot of the people that I encounter in my day-to-day life, like a lot of us are really working toward, okay, what does this actually mean? And how do I do it? <laughs> like, how do I partner with spirit and allow myself to be divinely guided, right? Allow myself to live that soul's purpose and be in flow so that the universe can line things up for me. And I think for me, the other question is, how do I also let go of my expectations and my ego or my personality body of the thing that keeps telling me what I should or shouldn't be doing? And, you know, my teacher, Diane, has always said, don't shit on yourself. Right? <laughs> like, don't shit on yourself. It's not productive. It's not helpful. And, you know, it just makes you feel kind of gross. So, Every time I catch myself saying that word should, oh, I should be doing something. Mm, Really? (laughs) Because I work quite a bit and rest is an important component of this whole, (laughs) you know, formula here. So is this my ego talking? And the answer is usually yes. And so, you know, I've given, I've started giving myself permission to notice that word should and do exactly the opposite (laughs) of what it is that I think I should be doing. So (laughs) 
there's that. But so anyway, back to this card trust. And I love this because it's a great reminder that the universe does have our back, right? So here's what it asks. Do you have issues with faith? Do you have expectations of betrayal? Do you trust the mystery? Do you insist on mapping each tiny detail of your life, believing yourself to be the center of the universe? Okay, I'm going to pause here because I am the center of my universe. <laughs> but I also understand that I don't, there's most of the things I don't have control over. Like I cannot control any external circumstances. I cannot control anything outside of myself. Literally the only thing that I have control of is myself, my emotions, and which way I choose to walk through the world. So this marker reminds you that trust is required to move forward on your path. Belief and trust in a higher power is about having faith that the outcome will be what it should be no matter what it is. And so I think this is important too, because, you know, we get these ideas of how we want to see things unfold. So for example, like I am getting ready to go back to Costa Rica and I think I should have very simple, easy travel. And I think that, you know, everything's just, I, I want everything to line up for me, which most of the time it does. But if for some reason it does not, my job then becomes to appreciate that there's something here for me or a gift in the garbage, right? So like, I feel like I should use a different example. <laughs> I feel like I want to use a different example. I don't want to be putting this out there for my flights coming up, but you get the point, right? You know, there are like, yes, I, it's my intention to align with a fast and easy trip smooth travel. Right. And I always call in my guides, angels and helpers and ask them to go ahead of me and pave the way for me. And, but in the off chance that something does happen or something does get off, then I feel like it's my job to then take a deep breath. Right. Because that first response is sometimes that emotional, like, Oh, what the hell response, you know? So take a big, deep breath calm myself, go to my second response or my logical analytical response and be like, okay, there's a gift here for me. What is the universe trying to tell me? Or, you know, why is this happening for me? So I love that. Instead of why is this happening to me? Why is this happening for me? And then trusting that whatever it is that's happening, even if it seems, this is where I'd like air quote bad, that it's actually a good thing that the universe is doing for me. And I think, I think it's Ram Dass talks about that in Grist for the Mill where, you know, he's talking about like, there are all these like irritations that we get and then we get all like hung up and bent out of shape over them. But really, you know, the sign of that expansion and that growth is that you can take those challenging things and even a lot of times in the moment, find the gift of it. And I think for me, like I'm just now finally starting to get to the point where I'm, it is much easier to find the gift in the garbage while it's happening because for a long time, you know, sometimes it could be months or years later that I'd be like, oh, okay. Yeah. Now I can appreciate why that happened, you know, but so this marker also reminds you to remember that humankind is imperfect. And even if you place your trust in another, there's potential for this trust to be broken. This means that you need to be discerning and not trust blindly. Be mindful of who and what you placed your trust in. Is this person, thing, or situation worthy? Um, this is interesting too, because I, I don't know that I 
I don't know. I don't know that I agree with this. <laughs> I like to lead with trust. I like to trust people until there's a reason not to. So maybe that's not the right way to do it, but I feel like I'm much happier. Like now, am I trusting blindly? Probably not. You know, like I'm very intuitive. I'm very much in tune to the messages that I get. And I very much trust and listen to those. So if I get a feeling or a knowing or a, you know, however it comes in that day that, you know, this is not a person that's, you know, to my highest and best, or that this is not someplace that is going to work for me, then I'll listen to that. So maybe that's more what that means is listen to your intuition and allow yourself to trust where it feels right and allow yourself to have discernment when you need to. Okay. Well, then I, I support this. <laughs> All right. In a relationship between you and the mystery, you and the God goddess or universe source, whatever you like to call it, and you and the divine living planet, there is a sacred relationship where trust is never broken. Only you can break it by forgetting who you are, a spirit in temporary human form. I love this. Remember who you are. And I do think that when we get out of trust, a lot of times it's because we do forget who we are, right? And we do forget that, hey, this is a co-creative experience with source and I can choose to be in alignment with that no matter what is happening around the outside world. And sometimes that feels like, okay, that easier said than done. But I think with a lot of things, it takes practice and it takes acclimation. And I think we talked about this on an episode before I was working with a client and we were talking about practicing and he's like, no acclimation. I'm like, I like that so much more. It seems so much more effortless, right? Like to acclimate than to practice. <laughs> so I think maybe it does start off with practice and then you learn to acclimate. It becomes easier and easier. And then once you've acclimated to being in that space of trust, that's kind of how you walk through the world. And as you walk through the world from that space of trust, it allows you to, to be at the right place at the right time, right? To have those synchronicities, to see the next step unfolding perfectly in front of you, to move through your day with ease and grace. So one of the things that I've started doing is, you know, because I, I do, I schedule my days, which is funny because years, you know, even like, I don't know, four years ago, I'd have been like, no, I don't want to work on a schedule. <laughs> that's not for me. And now I thrive on it, which is, you know, but there is a balance there, right? Where I'm like, Hey, I know that I've got this schedule, but I also allow for the flexibility for when it needs to change because it changes all the time, right? Like I, you know, because I'm working with a lot of clients, so I constantly have people shifting and moving and, you know, rearranging and, you know, all kinds of stuff. When you're working with people, you have to be flexible. That's just all there is to it. Because what did it say? Humans are imperfect. <laughs> Not everybody's on time. And, you know, the things that we schedule don't always work out. And so what I have found is that when I allow myself to be very patient with that, and when I allow a lot of, of wiggle room, a lot of space for things to move around, what I find is that I'm always exactly in the right place at the right time. So for example, this is a silly example, but you guys know that I do the healing work and I also do pure romance. So I had a, my monthly live birthday party the other night in my VIP group. And I decided to do a live sale, which meant that, you know, people were shopping my stock 
And I was like, okay, great. But what I didn't account for is, oh, hey, I'm going to need time to mail all this stuff out to people before I leave for Costa Rica. And so I was like, well, what am I going to do that? I don't know. I'm sure it'll fit in. And so I wound up having like three different clients shift their sessions around and then somebody who had to reschedule for after I come back from Costa Rica. And I was like, well, this is perfect. Now I have this huge chunk of time where I can go, you know, take care of all these things that I needed to do. So it's a small example, but it is a good example of how, you know, yeah, maybe at first I was, I could have chosen to be frustrated that I had a cancellation of my schedule, but it's exactly what I needed right? Like I needed that extra time in my schedule to be able to take care of this other commitment that I had started. And, you know, this client will be fine until we work together in a couple weeks. So, but had I gripped onto it, I probably would not have seen the opportunity that presented itself. And I find that every time I have something like that, that happens, it always winds up working out to my favor. So going back, I would encourage you and, you know, we've, we're working in new moon energy right now. So if you listen to this as it's published, um, then we are in new moon energy and that's a great time for you to set your intentions for you to work on, you know, what is it that I'm wanting to manifest? And so for today, spend some time getting clear about what you want to see, look at your motivation behind these things. As you intend to work for the collective benefit, the universe aligns the pieces for you to pull out of the quantum field into your own reality. And I love this. And I think we've talked a little bit before about how things are created in the quantum field and that it's our job to kind of line up to the coordinates to be able to just pluck it out. But, you know, as we, as Abraham Hicks talks about launch those rockets of desire, the thing that we're desiring is instantly created in the quantum field. And then it's our job to get into alignment with that and allow it to come into us, allow ourselves to be in that space of making it so in reality. So with that, I'm curious to know, what are you going to manifest for yourself? I would love to know. So you will find in this podcast description, uh, you will find my link to my link tree that has my contact info that has our, uh, fun Facebook group that we have that also has info for our free Thursday night group heart space meditations, which you are more than welcome to join us for the more, the merrier for that. We do something a little different every week. Um, and you know, a lot of times lately we're doing earth healing, which was the message that I got, um, about, you know, this is the direction that they were wanting us to head with this. And, um, but you know, sometimes we just do a little something for ourselves because, Hey, heal or heal thyself. Right. (laughs) And sometimes we really need that. So we would love to have you for that. Um, I also am offering uh, one-on-one sessions. We are doing some Reiki classes. The next ones are going to start back up in January and February of next year and um, some more retreats coming in the works. Lots of good stuff for you. So make sure you check out that link tree. And I would love to know what are you manifesting? So until then, sending you love and light, and I will talk to you next time. Bye.